Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. For today's episode, I'm going to be going over a couple of things that have been going on the past couple weeks. Hip-hop, sports, you know, everything that I go over uh, on a weekly basis. I haven't uploaded an episode in a little minute. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, as you can see, I'm kind of congested a little bit. I was not feeling that well this past couple of days. This morning, I woke up pretty bad, but I feel a little bit better. I have a little bit more energy. I think I could speak a little bit more clearly now, and it doesn't sound all raspy, and I don't have like my sick voice. I think you could still hear like my normal voice mostly, but I'm going to continue with this episode because I tried doing this on Thursday, but I literally couldn't. My my body was just saying, no, you, you can't, you can't. You're just going to have to get some rest, take Tylenol sleep you know what i'm saying do it do just just not have to worry about doing the episode at least for today so i decided let me just do it on saturday early this morning i didn't even think i was even gonna record and pick up uh pick up the camera and do this but well i'm here so uh, i want to give you all this content because on monday i do want to do another episode i want to get back to you know my routine doing episodes on monday because these past couple weeks i've just been breaking that uh routine so Let's get straight into it, man. Let's get straight into it. So let's start off with MLB scores, as I usually do, uh, from last Friday. So uh, simple enough. Let's just go over the teams that won on Friday. So we have the Reds, the Yankees, the Marlins, the Cubs, the Blue Jays. Who the Blue Jays beat the Red Sox twenty-eight to five. Yeah, um, that was uh, that was the, the the definition of a blowout. Um, the Padres, the Braves, the Guardians, the Brewers, the Rays, the A's, the Nationals. They actually lost, by the way. Uh, excuse me, the Dodgers and the Astros. Then Saturday, the Guardians, the Blue Jays, the Astros, the Cubs, the Twins, the Cardinals, the Orioles, the Pirates, the Royals, the Brewers, the Padres, the Dodgers, the White Sox, the Braves, the Nationals, and the A's. Then on Sunday, the Cubs. Yankees, Marlins, Blue Jays, Angels, Reds, Twins, White Sox, Royals, Brewers, Rangers, Dodgers, Astros, Nationals, and Mets. They all took the victory on Sunday. Then Monday, June, July 25th, the Reds, the Orioles, the Phillies, the Red Sox, Tigers, Cubs, Royals, Rockies, A's, Diamondbacks, Mariners, and Dodgers. They all went on Monday. Then Tuesday, the Cubs, the Marlins, the Orioles, the Braves, the Marlins, uh, did they play a doubleheader? No, 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 never mind. They won this. They won two to one in the, on Tuesday, but I thought they played another game the day before. But two games, I thought there was a doubleheader. Never mind. The Blue Jays, the Yankees, Guardians, the Padres, Brewers, Angels, White Sox, Diamondbacks, A's, Mariners, and the Nationals. They also went on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, the Phillies, Tigers, Brewers, Angels, Dodgers, Rockies. A's, Diamondbacks, Mariners, Reds, Rays, Cardinals, Guardians, and the Mets. They win. Then on Thursday, we have the Marlins, Orioles, Phillies, Yankees. Uh, I believe this Yankees game, it was Aaron Judge who hit a walk-off home run. That was his 40th home run of the season, I believe. And it was a walk-off solo shot. They won one nothing in the bottom of the ninth, of course. Uh, the Red Sox won as well. The Astros, the Rangers, the Dodgers. The Giants also won. Then yesterday, Friday, the Mets, Orioles, Yankees, Cardinals, Phillies, Blue Jays, uh, the Brewers, the Guardians, the Braves, the Astros, the A's, the Dodgers, the Rangers, the Padres, and the Cubs. They also won their games 
yesterday. Now, today only a couple games have ended so far, but we got the Guardians losing to the to the Rays today, 6-4. to four. Then we got the Yankees beating the Royals 8-2. to two. Aaron Judge hit another home run. He hit his 42nd home run of the season and his 200th career home run. So, already Aaron Judge is uh, putting up, I mean, MVP numbers since the beginning of the season. And Aaron Judge has been, you know, the best player in the American League, debatably, uh, this season. Uh, we all love Otani here. I'm a big fan of Otani. And for sure, I would say Otani is still better than Judge, in my opinion. But this season specifically, I think Judge is taking that cake. Because uh, last year, it was definitely Otani. But this year, let's give props to Aaron Judge. Because this man has been a beast for the past four or five years. And when he is healthy, like he has been this season, he has been proven to y'all that he is a dominant. They just have to get it done in the postseason. The Yankees just need to get something done in the postseason. Because they can't keep making it to the championship series and not make it to the World Series. Because, you know, the Yankees are the Yankees, right? They won 27 World Series uh, up until 2009 was the last time they won a World Series. And, uh, you know, it's been almost 13 years. 13 years pretty much getting into not a title. That's been a drought for the Yankees. So they got to pick up the habit again. They have 68 wins, I think, so far. So tomorrow if they win, they'll get 69 wins. Nice. Very nice. And they'll be inching to 70, 80, 90, maybe 100 wins. Aaron Judge is on pace to hit literally 60 plus home runs i mean it's 42 home runs and we still have one more day of july so hey man i don't know what to tell you man but the yankees are, are very dangerous in the regular season i just have to see what they can do in the postseason because clearly they've they've been the best regular season team um you could say maybe they haven't been the best american league team because the astros are still very dangerous and it looks like the astros are still their daddies because yeah, when the Yankees play against the Astros, it's a different story. So the Astros can still get a lot of credit there for making uh, a chance. And the Astros can definitely win the pennant this year with no surprise. But we're just going to have to see what the Yankees can do. Because Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, um, the pitching, ne Nestor Cortez have been incredible. So Garrett Cole has been okay. He's been good. But Garrett Cole has been, you know, he, he, he you know he's, he's one of those players who get the strikeouts. He can... He barely walks people, but he does allow a lot of home runs and a lot of a lot of hits. So, I guess the quality starts are there, but he does a lot of he does allow a lot of runs. So for that, it's kind of been a little bit ineffective for him, but still been putting up great numbers even in like a down year, not his best year, uh, statistic wise. So, um, and then we have other games right now. So we got the Brewers, Red Sox, the Mets, Marlins, Orioles, Reds, Phillies. Cubs, or not Phillies, Cubs. Phillies versus the Pirates. The Cubs are playing the Giants, I believe, yes. Uh, the Diamondbacks, Braves, the Twins, Padres, the A's, White Sox, the Mariners, Astros, etc., etc., etc. Okay, I'll go over the standings on Monday because, uh, you know, nothing will really change. A couple teams will win, a couple teams will lose. Okay, so we got, we got the Women's World Cup coming next year. Why did I even talk about that? Because I'm not even talking about the World Cup. I'm talking about the Copa America. The women's Copa America finale, the final. Let me let me adjust my camera real quick so I don't like have my. There you go. It keeps the sun glare keeps hitting my face. But anyways, so y'all can see me clearly. So, uh, Colombia versus Brazil. That is the finale, the championship game between the Copa America femenina. Uh, it's at eight, so it's about to begin in like 40, 50 minutes from now. Um, so definitely tune in to watch it. The Colombia uh, men's se se selection team, 
they're not making the World Cup. They failed to qualify for the World Cup this year because they're sorry and they they're just trash. I'm sorry to admit it, but uh, the women's team got our backs. The women's team can definitely get the win here. Though I've heard Brazil, the women's Brazil team is kind of like the men's team, who they also very dominate. Uh, Brazil and soccer, in general, is just dominant in itself. So I won't be surprised if we lose to Brazil tonight. But I have faith. Come on, Colombia. Let's let's take let's win something. The tournament is in Colombia. It's in it's in our hometown, a home city, and it's obviously a home country. So that should give us something. The fans are going to be going crazy. Um, we don't like Brazil, you know, in, in uh, the soccer team. So we we don't like it. Um, and especially since this tournament's every like what four years. Uh, we don't want to see Brazil win it again. And then 2026 is the same story? Nah, fuck that. Colombia, take the victory, please. For the love of God. Thank you. Um, we also have the Women's Euros Championship tomorrow morning or tomorrow noon uh, between England and Germany. England and Germany. So that should be very fun. Uh, I've heard England has not lost when they make it to the finale, when they make it to the Euros Championship. So... Um, I guess for that, uh, I'll say England. And I think the tournament's also in England. So another team who, you know, made it to the finale while playing in their home country, that should give, definitely give them an advantage. So for that, I think England will take the cake. Fuck it. I, was, I don't know. I think I think Colombia and England winning today and tomorrow, but we'll have to wait and see. All right, so moving on. We got NFL training camp has officially begun a couple days ago, and uh, I'm glad to see a couple of uh, teams and a bunch of highlights already going in. Uh, today we had the Dolphins uh, training camp. I believe this was like the second or third day of training camp, but we already see Tua's connection to Tyreek Hill. He threw a 65-yard bomb uh, to Tyreek just to give the fans a little bit of excitement there because, you know, every all the critics and all the haters are tan saying, oh, Tyreek is talking all this shit just to just for Tua to turn the ball over. You're going to see this year. I'll talk about Tua in a couple of weeks from now because in August, uh, I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. But the, watch out for the Dolphins this year, man. Watch out for the – I have never been more confident in the Dolphins than this season. But that means Tua needs to play at his fucking best uh, because if not, then we are screwed pretty much. Um, we can rely so much on Tua and on our, you know, on our coaching as well. But uh, if he's not going to get us there, then we are pretty much fucked for the season. And we don't even know where our direction would be going after the season if Tua just doesn't uh, have it in him to have a good season. Because this should be his breakout season. This is third year. People already doubting him. People already saying he's not quality. He's not going to be this, this, uh, he's not going to stay in the league for very long as the main starter. At best, he's a he's a you know he's a second second QB. He's a backup. I don't want to hear it. I I want to see Tua put in all the work this year, all the effort that he can. Because I think he definitely must can. And with Tyreek and with that new loaded offense, things should look a little bit different for the Dolphins last year offensively than it did last season. So this season is going to be a little different. And we're gonna make the playoffs. That's the goal, right? Damn, I don't care, wild card team. If we're not, if we don't even make it the second best in the division, I think we're still 
Okay. Honestly, we're going to be better than New England this year. I, I could say that already. I don't know about New England this year. I mean, Mac Jones was good. He was definitely the best uh, rookie QB last year, but I don't, know, I don't know about Mac Jones putting in. I, 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 actually, I don't even think it's about Mac Jones. It's the offense, man. There's not a lot of weapons on in, in, in New England. But anyways, I'll talk about more football in the upcoming weeks. August, uh, next Thursday, or in a couple of days from now, we got the Hall of Fame game. We got the Jaguars and the Raiders. So from the Hall of Fame game all the way to Super Bowl, I'm going to be doing my recaps, predictions, stats. I'm going to go all of that. So trust me, um, I'm going to have all my resources with me. And don't worry, I'm going to be talking football a lot for the next good amount of months for the rest of the year for sure and then heading into 2023 for the first two months or for the first month and a half because you know after mid-february early february football doesn't exist until fucking august again but anyways um yeah training camp uh i also saw that josh allen was like in a scuffle with um <coughs> with uh bill's defensive end uh my, what's his name miles with his defense, like I, I think he was just like, I saw the video or whatever, but it looked like he was getting a. Let me see if I can find the video because I saw it somewhere there, but I don't know. Let me let me see. What it says here that Josh Allen isn't going to take any golf from opponents or teammates. Apparently, during practice Saturday, Allen took a barrage with the physicality of some of his defensive players after. A play that got hit, he got hit in the face by defensive lineman Jordan Phillips, leading into a pull-apart scrimmage. Buzzing around, the Ruins were even made contact at one point. So yeah, he basically got him in the face, uh, putting him down on the ground. Um, and then Josh Allen, you know, was like, "Okay, look, I know you're my you're my teammate, but this is training camp. You're you're literally my fucking opponent at the moment. I don't care if you're my teammate." I'm going to treat you like you're in an opponent. So I'm not going to back out. I'm not going to, you know, make 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 excuses and, def and you know, try to let my guard down. Because I'm not doing that. And while it's Josh Allen, I could be expecting that more this season. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was something that was going on a little bit. Uh, Jameis Winston um, was also getting his reps up. He threw a 60-yard uh, pass to, to the 11th pick of the draft this year, Chris Olave, who should be really fucking good, man, who should be really good. 60-yard uh, TD to Chris Olave, as you can see here. So, as now you can see here. I mean, well, yes, as you can see here. As you can see here. Boom. My resources right there. But anyways... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just excited for football to come back. Whatever. I don't know. I don't want to talk about training camp because whatever I'll, I'll watch there and there, but it's not the game. I don't even care if it's preseason. I'll watch the preseason games. I don't give a fuck. I want football. I cannot wait till Thursday because finally we get football back. Like, oh man, like I'm fucking excited. Okay. Let's, let's move on from that from now. Uh, let's move on to the basketball tournament. The basketball tournament. So it's this uh, tournament that's been going on for the last couple weeks. They've been playing the games on ESPN and ESPN2. It's like this, um, the prize is like $1 million. And it's like these uh, companies, not companies, these teams that have like these foundations and these uh, people that they have like, <clears throat> like a charitable cause behind the team. They they have they get the money and they like give it to to other donations and stuff like that for whatever company they have, 
um, and they have basketball programs, baseball programs, whatever. But there's a tournament uh, with those teams, basketball tournament, and it's the TBT tournament, right? It's going on right now. I'm actually watching one of the games. It's one of the semi semifinal games. So obviously we're not that far away from the championship game. And so let me just kind of go over like the championship week. Uh, yeah, so the quarterfinals, it was four matchups, obviously. We had Florida TNT, Americana for Autism, and then Americana for Autism actually won, 93 to 83. And then the Blue Collar U defeated Heartfire, 74 to 66. Red Scare defeated West Virginia, 67 to 60. And then today, we had the Aftershocks versus Americana for Autism. I was actually watching that game, and Autism actually won. I forgot the score. It was like 70, 78 to 73 or something, 75 or something. And then right now, Red Scare versus Blue Collar are playing right now. And then the National Championship game will be on Tuesday. Um, that will be on Tuesday. Uh, and they're playing it right now in Dayton at the University of Dayton Arena. That's where the, where the event is at right now. Um, yep, yeah, just gonna you know, there's no basketball right now in the meantime, so I just have I don't know any of the players, I don't know any of the coaches, I don't really watch, I've never actually watched like the TBT. I've heard about it before, but I've never really like tuned in to watch it. But you know, uh, when I don't want to watch baseball, I'm just like, oh, yeah, basketball, I guess. I don't know any of these players, but basketball is basketball. I'm just you know tuning in to watch, see who wins, blah blah blah. I don't have a favorite. I could give I give two fucks who wins, but you know, props to any uh, props to any team that make it far. Who wins it? They win a mill. They take home a million dollars. So, yep that that should be big. That should be big enough for them. I right, now let's get into the next uh, part of the episode. I right, so let's talk about rolling out Miami. What happened uh, last week? It was last week in Miami from the twenty. 2nd to the 24th, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Running out of Miami. Um, I was able to watch some sets on YouTube. Um, some of it was, like, disappointing. It wasn't really all that. There was not a lot of artists that I was definitely, like, entertained a lot by, by watching their sets. Nardo Wicks was decent. Um, I saw Uzis. That was probably one of the best ones I saw. Uh, Kendra killed it, for sure. Lil Baby killed it as well. Kodak was okay as well. Um, Lil Dirk was decent. Future brought out Travis Scott. That was dope. Um, there were some big, you know, moments over only loud. But obviously, let's point the elephant in the room and let's talk about what happened with Kid Cudi's uh, set. So, if you don't know, Kid Cudi was a replacement for Kanye West on Friday's uh, headlining day for day one of the of the festival, right? And obviously, people. Coming out of the woodworks, buying their tickets solely because they want to see Kanye West. And reasonably so, I probably would have done the same thing. I would have bought the ticket just to see Kanye. And I get people were frustrated by it. Whatever. Me personally, if Cuddy was the one replacing, you know, me hearing the news, I wouldn't bother me too much because I love Cuddy's music as well. But it is what it is, right? So Cuddy came on stage, he performed, but then we got these irresponsible ass fans. And people were acting pretty, you know, dumb. So, yeah, uh, I can't say I was very surprised by by people throwing shit at him. People being upset that he was his replacement. And, oh, Cuddy's trash. He doesn't belong performing at, at, at Rolling Loud. Like, his music doesn't fit the vibe. Blah, 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 blah. 
So yeah, there was a fan that threw a water or a water bottle or something. I don't even know exactly what he threw right in his face, and obviously Cuddy confronted around the area that he that somebody threw the water bottle at, and uh, clearly was like telling them, "Yo, if you keep throwing shit on stage, like I'm out, I'm out of here. I can't, I don't fucking play like that, bro." And then he saw somebody else throw another thing on stage, and he was like, "I, right, I'm out. I, I can't deal with this shit." So, look, clearly y'all are so fucking dumb that y'all you know keep keep throwing shit on stage because clearly that's that's very fucking disrespectful and y'all shouldn't shouldn't do that and again like why like there's no there's no reason to do that man there's literally like no reason there's so much behind the situation that i kind of fuck like i don't even know if it's true or not but whatever that i can like kind of see Maybe Kanye set this up. Maybe Rolling Loud set it up in a very awkward and put Cuddy in a in a box that kind of set set him up for failure. At least you know performing here because all the people were expecting Kanye to perform, um, you know there. But then Cuddy replaced him, and then obviously with Cuddy and Kanye beefing, and the fans pretty much the, once once a celebrity and the other celebrity you know have beef, they just decide oh we have to separate and we have to beef. With other people as well. Your artist doesn't like my artist. Well, fuck you. You know, I, they have to divide. Unlike me and maybe these very few people that appreciate this fucking beautiful work of art so much that I'm like, no, I don't need to. I don't need to hate Kanye and love Cuddy or hate Cuddy and love Kanye. I don't. I could love both. I could hate both if I want to. There's no. You know. You don't have to pick the. You don't have to pick the guessing. The picking game or whatever you you can't just. That's me though. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why people be, be doing this shit at, at at festivals. It ruins for the people too. Like I know people were there to see Cuddy perform. Not everyone clearly was excited to see him, but a lot of people were. And shit, if I was there, I would definitely be one of those people that was excited to see him. But, then you know you see you see these people throwing shit on stage and that ruins it for everybody. Ruin you know, oh, oh Cuddy performed like two three songs. He could have performed twenty. 20 songs because he had a whole an hour set pretty much set up for him but no instead y'all y'all forced him to get out and you know Cuddy like he has his own he has his own mental issues um he's you know uh, he's doing a lot better now um and he's definitely not at the point where he was in in, in 2015 2016 where he had you know thoughts of, of suicide and and, and his mental uh, and his mental health was off the rail it was it was killing him to that point. He's clearly progressed and gotten better, but something like this could definitely like regain some of his you know, um, some of his uh, depression and some of his thing because that's not easy to like do. You'd think it's easy for him to just kind of go perform at a festival where he hasn't performed really on in a minute, um, and he hasn't performed anywhere yet. He's going on tour very soon, and I'm hopeful. To get to see him, he comes here in September. Hopefully, I can get the tickets. I gotta ask my mom though. Uh, hopefully, I can ask my mom so I can we get tickets to see Kid Cudi because I would not. I'm not gonna pass that opportunity up to see Kid Cudi here. And God forbid, this is probably his last tour. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if this is gonna be his last tour or not. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, either way, I'm, I'm still trying to go. I'm still trying to see this. I'm still trying to see Kid Cudi. So. I'll have to, but that but that's another conversation though, and so yeah, like this is his first festival or first performance of the year, and then 
already we have to kick him off stage and boom like it's it's over just like that and all the Kanye fans are divided from the Cuddy fans and you know everything's such a big mess and at first I was really mad at Kanye because I thought he pretty much set Cuddy up for failure because he knew like because he came out he came out to Lil Durk uh, Lil Durk had a special guest and that special guest was Kanye so it was like we knew that he was kind of surprised somebody surprised people that he was probably gonna perform even if he wasn't the main headliner for day one but he basically kind of set him up, you know, to see you. Oh, you know what? People wanted to see me. People didn't want to see you on Friday. But you know what? Let me. You, you get the headlining spot. Me as a special guest is going to bring more uh, attention than you as a headliner. And people might be fucking mad at you. They'd be start throwing shit at you. And that's exactly what happened. Um, and I have my whole theory that Kanye didn't perform or he bailed out as the headliner on, on Friday was because of Travis Scott, which was also kind of bullshit. Because Future brought out Travis Scott literally Saturday, the very next day. So my theory was was bullshit. But that day, Friday, I was like, maybe that's why he like got out of Rolling Loud because of Travis. Because they're probably not gonna allow him to to headline, or at least to you know come out even as a special guest. Clearly not a headliner because he never was a headliner for this year. But if he was even a special guest, that would even still be kind of risky. But he still did it and. Travis Scott had a great time performing. You could tell that he was super excited to go back. Uh, we want Utopia, though. Where's Utopia, bro? It should be coming out soon. Hopefully. He performs in London in literally, like, a week from now. Like, literally today, he should be... Like, literally in a week from now, he's in London performing. This is, like, his second performance. Because he, uh, he has one on Friday and Saturday. So, I don't know. Maybe fucking... Shit, I might even say my theories again that people say Utopia might drop next week. I, I, I kind of doubt it, but please, like, you know, I, I don't want to be wrong about that. I don't want to be wrong about, about that. So, yeah, main lesson here. Again, like, don't don't be throwing shit at, 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 at artists at festivals. Like, that's just disrespectful. And why Cuddy, man? Like, like I know Cuddy's not perfect and that he's been through his shit and through all the social media, like, he's kind of sensitive and like you know people don't really um he's kind of even treating like some he's even treating some of his fans like like garbage on twitter because they kind of like judged him like uh i think it was because of the a kid named cuddy mixtape uh he finally released it on on streaming platforms but he released a new cover of it and some people were not a fan of it and uh, a fan on twitter was like yo bro can you just put the original and it was just like bro you guys are stuck in the past like Y'all just cannot accept that this is a, a, a cooler fucking, uh, this is the cooler and alternate, uh, cover of the, of the mixtape. Like, y'all just love to live in 2009, 2010 and suck my dick there, but it's 2022. Like, we move on and we progress. Like, I'm finally releasing the damn album on Spotify, but y'all give a fuck about the cover. And literally a couple weeks prior... He dropped his greatest hit sound, A Boy Flew to the Moon, and he drew, uh, and he dropped the song Love. He, you know, he was kind of like being a little asshole about it for no reason. But he's, again, nobody really deserves that, man, to get thrown on. Unless they do something pretty bad, obviously. But, like, what, what could he do, man? In this case, like, what could Cuddy do to deserve getting, again, like, these Kanye West fans are different, man. And the, and these kind and these fans of these artists these dick writers like they're crazy like oh Cuddy doesn't like Kanye 
then you know we can't support him you know or oh kanye doesn't like cuddy i have to hate cuddy like no man like that's your choice you know whatever you can you can support or you can hate on whoever but like y'all 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 going crazy over for nothing man this is literally none of y'all's business but it is what it is man it really is what it is anyways uh let's talk about another rapper that lost her life due to gun violence uh the rapper's name by jada yuggin he passed away a couple days ago on the 27th of july in louisiana uh boogalusa louisiana his hometown and um apparently him and his father got him and his father got shot right outside of their house in louisiana and um again man another rapper losing their life to gun violence and we're just gonna move on and whatever see see right beneath it and then eventually a month later a week later another rapper's gonna get shot and killed and we're gonna talk about it for we're gonna, we're gonna say our prayers our rest in peace our thoughts and condolences and then follow him on instagram after he passes we're gonna stream all his music and we're gonna go to you know we're gonna do the whole th typical thing you know but we're not gonna change people's you know like we're not gonna change why people gotta keep gunning down other people why people really gotta still gotta be involved in shit like this but yeah um at 24 years old man 24 these rappers not only be being getting killed at, you know in general but they're getting killed at 24 20 21 22 years old they have so much ahead of them, man. They had a whole career. They had a whole life to begin and like that, man. And yeah, that, that just sucks, man. That sucks. Uh, again, I've only heard maybe a couple of his songs. I thought he was okay. I didn't, again, I didn't think he was a, a, a great rapper or anything, but it is what it is, man. I, that's, that's all I can say, unfortunately. I don't like saying it is what it is because it's super vague and it, I don't even like the term, but... It is what it is. <laughs> that's 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 really what that what describes this. We got to do something, man. A lot of people got to figure out what what can happen here, but things are just not changing at all, man. Things are not changing whatsoever. So we don't know what the hell we're supposed to be doing. But rest in peace to Jada Youngin. Uh, our thought, my thoughts uh, and prayers and condolences to his family, of course, and his father, who um, I do not believe he has passed away, but still was shot and injured. So. Um, prayers he gets better and you know his sister and everybody I know they're going through a tough time now so you know rest in peace uh, to Jada Youngin uh, let's talk about Shakira um, this is pretty random news uh, I was on Reddit literally yesterday um, just kind of seeing you know some 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 hip-hop related posts definitely not any N NSFW post um, but I saw this like news headline, whatever, that Shakira allegedly is going to trial because she has committed tax fraud, tax tax fraud, yes, tax fraud, in which apparently she didn't pay her taxes for four years, from twenty eleven to twenty fifteen, and apparently that was up to. 24 million, I believe, or not 24 million. It says here that 
Shakira to go to trial in Spain for alleged tax fraud. And so prosecutors seek eight years in prison, a $24 million fine after single rejects, after the singer rejects a plea deal. Um, so she has to pay 24 million euros and could serve up to eight years and two months in prison. Shakira, man. Shakira. This is Shakira, guys. The 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 hips don't lie. The 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 Colombian icon. The the queen of Latin music. The Latin pop music. Like, yeah, man. Uh, we're gonna see how this ends up when you know when they make their final decision in trial, but. Even with accusations like this, not paying your taxes for four years. These celebrities, man, they be thinking like they can't be since they're celebrities and they have all this money in the world. They don't got to pay for, you know, majority of shit. I mean, come on, man. Some people be paying extra just because they got more money. I mean, that's honestly how it should be, to be honest with you. Like, how's, how is people going to pay as much taxes for celebrities if they don't got as much money as they do? Like, the fuck? I think Shakira will be paying so much for taxes some instances, that's why they probably don't even pay for it. But for four years, didn't pay any taxes in the early 2010s? Yeah, man. And since it was four years, I guess they double it to eight years. I get the sentencing is like eight years in, in prison, I guess. Which, we don't even know if Shakira, even if she gets convicted for it, we don't even know if she could even seek eight years. Maybe she can leave prior to that. Um... Would there be parole in this situation? Probably. I mean, I again, I, this is kind of just little details of her getting into trial, and we'll see what the end result is. It's not like breaking news that she's going to prison, but this is like big news because, you know, at some point we could f figure out that she might be going to jail for eight fucking years, and she won't be seeing her children. And just a couple months ago, she just broke up with her uh, longtime boyfriend, uh, Piquet, which now... It kind of tells me something I didn't know from the beginning because obviously all these motherfuckers were just hating on Piquet because, oh, what an L, what a loser, what a dumbass for losing Shakira. But maybe this man was, maybe was this man knew what was going on. Maybe he knows something that we didn't know. Hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe, maybe I was wrong about you, bro. But this doesn't look good on her, man. This does not look good at Shakira at all. I mean... We're gonna we're gonna have to see if she was, uh, you know, found guilty. Um, but at the moment, she has she's going to trial in Spain and see what what the decision ends up uh, concluding. But right now, it's it's not looking good. It's definitely not looking good. So we're gonna have to wait and see what what happens. Okay, so the twenty twenty two VMAs, the nominations are finally here. So we're gonna go over the nominations. The uh, the actual event will be on Monday, August 28th. So, um, you know, we're going to see the nominations. I don't know why I just froze there for a minute. We're going to see all the... It's uh, Sunday, by the way. My bad. Sunday, August 28th in Newark. Oh, it's in Newark. Okay. Um, it's not in LA or Vegas. Oh, surprising. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's, let's go over the nominees. Okay. Video of the year. Uh, Woman by Doja Cat, Way Too Sexy by Drizzy, Shivers, As It Was, Industry Baby, Brutal, 
and all too well. So video of the year, um, they'll probably go to Taylor Swift because that 10 minute version was like a whole movie for that song. Um, it was it was pretty good to be honest with you. The song is great. The the video was great great as well. So you know what? I'll probably give it to Taylor Swift. If not, maybe uh, maybe industry baby I guess because it's a pretty interesting, but also kind of you know. You, you get what I mean. Yeah, you, you've seen the music video. You get what I mean. Anyways, artist of the year: Bad Bunny, Drake, Ed Sheeran. Harry Styles, Jack Harlow, Lil Nas X, or Lizzo. For 2022, to be honest with you, let's give it a bad buddy, bro. This man is 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 ridiculous. This man has been broken, has broken every streaming record with Umerano Sin Ti this entire year. Like this album came out two months ago, almost three months ago. And it already has 10 billion streams on Spotify. 10 billion streams! 10 fucking billion streams. That's ridiculous. In less than three months. What the hell? If that doesn't tell me that's artist of the year. Right there. I mean I know that's just streams. And you know that's not everything. Um, but he's also going on tour. I think he's already on tour. Because I saw he was he was performing somewhere. Um, I think it was Puerto, he was performing in Puerto Rico the other day. But. Um, and I think he's coming to Miami in a couple weeks, too. So, yeah, he's going on tour very, very soon. If not, he's already on tour now. Ed Sheeran hasn't really... He's only dropped, like, two singles this year. Three songs. He dropped the one with Lil Baby and with J Balvin. And that's it. Yeah, and another song. I forgot. Harry Styles have been pretty good this year, but I don't know. Drake, um, he's falling back. I don't know. Uh, pun intended, obviously. Uh, Jack Carlo, he's, he's... Nah. Yeah, no. You know, if his you know if his grandpa pulled a hundred, if he saw his grandpa, and he pulled out a hundred k, he would pass out. So he's not gonna do that. But anyways, song of the year, Easy on Me, Happier Than Ever, Woman, Cold Heart, About Damn Time, and Stay. Woman, or Happier Than I'll say Happier Than Ever. That's definitely the best song here. Happier Than Ever, Billy and Irish, Billy Eilish. Baby Keem, Dove Cameron, Dove Cameron, like from Disney? Okay, Gay, Gail, Lotto, Man, Mainskin, 17, 17, for best new artists. Uh, I don't know, I don't know any of them besides Lotto and Baby Keem and Dove Cameron, but I never heard of any of her music, so Baby Keem, for sure. Push performance of the year, uh, we got One Night... Are, okay, I have no idea any of these. We're going to skip these. We're going to skip that. Okay, best collaboration. Jesus Christ, my brother is fucking loud as hell. Best collaboration. Way Too Sexy, Cold Heart, Industry Baby, Sweetest Pie, One Right Now, La Fama, and Stay. I like La Fama, to be honest with you, a lot. Industry Baby is also fire as well. Sweetest Pie is cool. Eh, it was cool. One right now is kind of disappointing, to be honest with you. It wasn't my favorite Post Malone song. And with The weekend, it was kind of... It wasn't even the best song on the album. I was kind of surprised by that, but... Eh. And Stay was cool, but... I'll probably say, like, probably Industry, maybe. I don't know. Most likely. Uh-uh. For Best Pop, Happier Than Ever, Woman, Shivers, As It Was, About Time, and Traitor. Because you're such a traitor. I guess I'll say traitor. I, I don't know. 
about damn time. I, I'll say as it was, because, you know, I'll say as it was. Best hip hop from the D to the LBC. Wait for you. N95. Hello, new world. Big energy. Do we have a problem? Daiko. The best song here is definitely probably Diet Coke. But I don't think that's going to win. N95 is a banger. Take off your I, No. Nah, I'm not even. Nah. Nah, N95 definitely has a chance to win it. Wait for you. Uh, it, it's not even like a rap song. It's more of like R&B, temp, whatever. It's, I guess, it's, you know, it's Future and Drake. So it's definitely like more rap related but it's 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 not really like it's not rap but i guess uh if i had to pick probably i'll say a 95 man fuck it i'll say a 95 just because kendrick is probably gonna win something fuck it whatever uh next we got best latin envolver titi me preguntó mami remix pepas in la ghetto Didi Mi Pregunto is a fire song. One of the best songs on this uh, on the new Bad Bunny record. Just a fun song. Just a fun, ignorant song. Flexing how many girlfriends he has. Just fun. So much fun. So I'll just say it's Didi Mi Pregunto, I guess. Best R&B, City of Gods, Have Mercy for Anyone, Wild Side, No Love, or Out of Time. Oh! Out of Time has to win this one. Please, Out of Time, The Weeknd. Please win this one at a time. I did not even think that was song was even nominated, but nice. That shit better win, though. That shit better win. Video for good. The hard part five. About damn time. This hell. Pussy. And Phyllis the joy, the dark, the dark room. Pussy was a video for good? I haven't seen the video. I, I don't know. I... I I'm assuming it probably is it is it actually a video for good? I don't know. Maybe I have to watch the video. I'm not gonna see actual shit on YouTube with you know with with that. But whatever. I'll say the hard part five because you know Kendrick killed it with the with the visuals and him you know his face changing into different celebrities and you know using that that animation to like you know that was pretty dope. But I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about that. Uh. What else we got? Best Cinematography, Family Ties, Bomb Bomb, As It Was, N95, Keep It Cool, All Too Well. Family Ties? Fuck it. Best Direction, Family Ties, Happier Than Never, Shivers, As It Was, Industry Baby, All Too Well, Industry Baby, probably. Um, Best Choreography? Jesus, it's like the same thing, same songs and shit. FK Twigs, Best Editing, Brutal, Get Into It, Family Ties, All Too Well, Take My Breath. I'll say Take My Breath, I guess. Um, so yeah, those were the M uh, M MVP. MTV uh, Video Music Award nominees. The award show will be in like, what, four weeks from now, so we'll see who ends up, you know, winning those, uh, those categories. So, you know, we'll see. Alright, so let's get into New Music Friday. Uh, the albums are dropped last week and last night. So let's start off with Lil Uzi. Let's start off with Uzi. He dropped the Red and White EP. Um, this was like a little EP that he's you know dropped before he drops his next upcoming album, Pink. We got 10 tracks. 
uh, on SoundCloud. We got nine tracks that made it on Spotify and Apple Music and everywhere, but one song, believe me, didn't make it on streaming platforms besides, obviously, SoundCloud. So, yeah, but we got everything else on Spotify. And I can say this EP is, is pretty fire. I'm looking at the track list right now. I mean, Space Cadet is fire. Uh, Flex Up, Glock in My Purse, uh, Hit in My Shoulder, uh, Final Fantasy is woo, fucking amazing. For Fun is also fire as hell. Um, it's a hit. I wasn't the biggest fan of it's a hit. But, yeah. It, I, uh, I Know was also fire. Cigarette was cool as well. Like, out of these nine tracks, I say like seven of them, I'm bumping to these. So, I've actually been enjoying this EP. A lot of people, oh, he fell off. It only sold 20K first week. Oh, Uzi's not. To be honest with you, some of these songs, I wanted to kind of be like what it is on the album. But it kind of impresses me a little bit because these aren't going to be on the album. These are on this, on this little EP. So none of these songs are going to be on Pink. and Which potentially means that we can get that Drake song on the album. Because, you know, why would he put that on the EP and not on the album? That I think what the, what's, the, what's the lead called? All Painted with Drake? Uh, something like that. I can hop my name and then wait and shit. Something like that, right? We can pray to God it's on that pink tape. So let's let's pray to God that it's on pink tape. And we'll see. But this little EP that Uzi dropped was pretty fire. I'm not even going to lie. It, it, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So I'm not even going to lie. Uh, Danny Lee dropped uh, My Side. New album. It was like this little EP as well. It was like seven songs, I think. Like 20 minutes or something. Um, pretty consistent though. Cap. Calling out my name, the same, uh, hate to see it, fire. And Dead to Me was also pretty good. So this EP was was pretty good to me, in my opinion. Another another quality EP from Danny Lee. I've just been getting into her music, like, literally last year, like, late last year or something. Not pretty good singer, pretty good singer. So, fucked with it. Mac Miller, uh, or his team, obviously, he uh, they dropped a mixtape from the early 2010s, uh, I love life, thank you. I never knew that Mac Miller dropped this. I never knew that he had another mixtape that wasn't on streaming platforms, but this was one of them. I love life, thank you. 13 tracks, 36 minutes long. And it was pretty good, man. Pretty good listen as well. I love life, thank you. Cold Feet, uh, Family First, Boom Bap Rap, uh, Just a Kid, all that. Pretty good, man. This was like 2011, 2012, uh... Mac Miller right here. Um, this was I believe after Kids, and this was during I think this was after also Blue Slide Blue Slide Park I think, but this was before uh, watching movies with the sound off I think. I think this I think this is before that, but still man, early twenty tens Mac, this is pretty good man. Another mixtape that was quality. Um, it's weird though that it, they just released it now on streaming platforms. It was like out of nowhere. I thought it was another posthumous album. I was like, "Wait, what? No, leave it. Let's leave. Let's let Circles be the last album, please. We're not doing this with Mac Miller." I got so scared. I was like, "New Mac Miller? No, no, please, no, 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 no. Circles is the best way to end this man's discography and this man's. That's it. Like, fuck off." And I know y'all dropped Faces last year, but obviously Faces was like twenty fourteen, which is also one of his best mixtapes. One of his best projects in general. Like, Faces is a quality mixtape. Nothing but heat in that fucking mixtape. Uh, also, RZA dropped the new album, The Pit of Snakes. Um, to be honest with you, I thought the album was okay, though. Eight songs. 
um, what's it called? Bobby Digital and the Pit of Snakes. There were some songs I like, like Fight to Win and Celebrate Life. But to be honest, it was a high, man. Uh, RZA obviously goaded, you know, super goaded for who he is as uh, contributing to, to obviously Wu Tang and everything. But I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I'm not the biggest RZA fan, like in his solo work. Like his last couple albums really haven't been it for me. I don't know. I mean, you know, and he's it. This isn't the Wu Tang RZA. Wu Tang RZA is different. But himself, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of his music, to be honest with you. Nothing beats, obviously, like, you know, the 90s Wu-Tang or, or even early 2000s Wu-Tang. But, but still, the album was right to me. I swear Vezo, never heard of this man's music before, but I have heard of his name. And I believe he had a Uzi feature. Or no, not Uzi. He had a little baby feature on the album. So that's why I checked it out. And it was called, uh, the, the song with Lil Baby was called Know the Difference. And it was actually kind of fire. It was kind of fire. I uh, also had Lil Dirk, E-40 on the album, Key Glock as well. But the album was just generic, man. There was there was a lot of skips on it. But the ones with the features were fire. I guess he got carried by the features. I, I'll just say that. Yeah, no, this was, nah, this, this was a hype, to be honest with you. It was okay. Uh, Flo Millie, she dropped a new album, You Still Hear Ho. You Still Hear Ho. Um, she's still conceited, um, which is also one of the best songs on the album. Pretty Girls, No Face, Big Steppa, uh, Tilted Halo, Roaring Twenties, Ice Baby, Payday with Rico Nasty was fire, Hell, Hottie with Babyface Ray was cool, but I don't know, I don't know, I think, I think the last album that she dropped was a lot better, like, How Why Is You Here is a little bit more better, is, is better to me, in my opinion. I think, like, Songs like, like what, like 19 or Pussycat Doll were at least a little bit better than majority of the album, but yeah, Flo Millie was, was okay on this. She still had like her nice delivery and her, you know, her bad bitch, uh, you know, lines and everything, but it wasn't anything too different, but it was, it was, it was okay. It was an okay listen. Then we had Mosey who dropped Survivor's Guilt. To be honest with you, I was actually like talking to somebody on the phone while listening to this album, so I didn't even really pay attention too much on the album. But there was a couple songs here: the one with Forty Two Doug and YG, Sweetie and Two Chains. The In My Face was fire. Uh, Real ones, Roddy Rich was fire. But the rest, I don't even remember. But to be honest with you, I don't even think I remember because it wasn't it wasn't anything too good. I was like, I heard the beat now, so it's like, ah, eh. wasn't anything too crazy. Then we got Rico Nasty. Who also dropped a new album called uh, Las Reinas. Las Reinas. So, different approach for Rico Nasty. This is definitely a little different from her other previous works. This is more of like the, not emo rap, but like the hype rap. But this one was, was pretty different. It had like a little bit of rock element as well. Um, with like Dance Scream, with uh, fucking Lady, Black Punk. With a banger, it grew on me. At first, I didn't like it, but it grew on me. Um, I like her energy here. Clearly, there's tons of it here. There's some slow songs as well. You want to kind of change it up a bit. But to be honest with you... Oh, that is out of here. Home run. Jesus. Oh, is that the Mets? Damn it, bro. 3 nothing Mets. Whatever. Anyways, um, yeah. So, like, it's a little different from any other... Uh, Flo, uh, not Flo Millie, Rico Nasty album, but 
it's still not a bad approach. Uh, I did like Nasty from 2018. I think that's still probably her best album. And Nightmare Vacation um, was also... Oh, no, excuse me. Anger Management with Kenny Beats from 2019. That was her best album. That is fucking fire. That is definitely her best album. But Nasty was also pretty good in 2018. So can't, can't forget that. Um, Nardo Wick also dropped the deluxe of Who is Nardo Wick? So the original album having like 20 songs, I believe, 18 songs. And with the deluxe, making it 30. So 12 new tracks. The new track with Kindle Roy with Burning Up. Uh, Fallen Crew, Crazy Crazy Riot. Crazy Crazy Riot, two of my most replayed songs of the year. Really love it. Fucking banger. Bangers, both of them. Burning Up with Kindle Roy is also fire. I actually kind of wish uh, the Kindle Roy was on the track a little bit more though. Because the song was, fu- was pretty heat. Demon Mode and Lovey Dovey was also pretty good. The Deluxe was nice, but I, I prefer the original album. But it did have the bangers that he did drop this year, so it added more to it. So definitely fuck with it. Next album. Oh, Joy Badass. Let's talk about Joy Badass. 2000, the sequel of 1999, which is literally one of the greatest mixtapes by a seven, uh, the greatest mixtape ever released by a 17-year-old kid. Who is dropping... 1999 quality album at the age of 17 besides Joey Badass ever. Nas was like 19 or 20 when he dropped Illmatic, so I guess that's a little close, but 17 years old, he dropped 1999, and he's 27, obviously, now. Dropping 2000, the sequel, 10 years since 1999. And to be honest with you, yes, I don't think it's better than 1999 because I don't think... I think 1999 is probably his best album, to be honest with you. But I really love the production on this album. I think Joey Badass took a nice approach to it. This is probably the best album cover of the year, in my opinion. Probably. The album cover is dope as hell. Um, I love the coloring and, like, the setting and everything. But, uh, and, like, the, the, the singles that he dropped within, like, uh, Head High, Survivor's Guild, Zip Codes... Like, those were really good singles. Uh, Where I Belong were all good singles. Uh, the one with West Side Gun, brand new, 9-11. Fire, fire. Uh, Eulogy, One of Us. Um, Show Me, One of uh, yeah, one of Us again. Wanna Be Loved with J.I.D. was also heat. The only skip on this album was probably the uh, Welcome Back with Chris Brown. Chris Brown didn't really fit on the song. The production was okay. Yeah, but the song was kind of a miss for me. But literally everything else, I'm 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 bumping, man. Pretty consistent album. His lyricism is still there, um, you know. Uh, with Survivor's Guild probably being the best song, if not the second best song, or my second favorite song on the album. Uh, obviously a, a, a song tribute to Capital Steez, who's you know one of his closest friends that passed away a couple years back, and um, yeah, heartfelt song there, and definitely was dope dope to see this uh, being constructed. Um, I know it took time to make this album, and we waited five years for this. Uh, I can say it was worth the wait. Maybe not like Kendrick Lamar with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers type of like type of energy, but this is still one of the best albums of the year. I guess I'll put this in my top ten. Top. I'll have to give it more lists if I want to say top five, but at least at the very least top ten album of the year for me. Definitely incredible production, great lyricism. Um, and you know, Joy Badass just continued doing his own thing. So really enjoyed it. 
Um, and I wasn't disappointed. I mean, one song was, was disappointing, but everything else was pretty good. So, can't was definitely not disappointed by that. Uh, Doughboy dropped a new album. This is from last night. These are now the last night albums, July 29th. Doughboy, Catch Me If You Can. New album, nine songs, 23 tracks, uh, 23 minutes, excuse me. There was not a lot of there's not a lot of quality here. It was it was okay, man. It was okay. Uh, Catch me if you can. Um, was uh, the title of the album? More than friends. Options were like that's it. We're cool, but everything else is a skip. Didn't really like this album a lot. Next we got K Camp with Vibe Forever. This is a whole mess of an album as well. Yeah, nothing good about this album. 3M in Miami. Yeah, none of these songs I even remember. And I just heard the album yesterday, so. Yeah. I think there's maybe like one good song here, but didn't really like this album at all. Next, you got Hot Boy. Hot Boy by Blinded by Death. Uh, this album was kind of consistent. It was pretty good. I did like the Uzi features uh, with Fashion and with, what was the other one? Uh, Throw It in the Towel. Uh, in my field was also fire. Uh, what the fuck was cool? Um, tell me about it. Live, uh, uh, live life, die fashion was also cool as well. Um, yeah, some bangers on this album, but there's definitely a lot of skips here as well. Uh, Seventeen tracks, maybe I'll save like seven, but the rest are skips to me. So, but it's consist. It's it's almost it's it's almost consistent. It consistently consistent. There it is. Um, next we got Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa, Wiz Khalifa, with Multiverse, new album, uh, 17 tracks, 59 minutes long, and to be honest with you, this album was pretty good, I, I didn't expect to like it that much, from first, oh, well, I didn't like it that, that much, but it was not a bad listen at all, like, Memory Lane, A Thousand Women, uh, Ice, uh, Ice Style Necklaces, We Don't Go to Nightclubs Anymore, Homies, uh, Nobody knows. Like some of these songs are pretty good, and the production is pretty, you know, very smooth and jazzy, and like, it's pretty good production. Surprisingly, from from Wiz, um, very different. There's some rap rap songs and some jazz rap, and like, a little bit of R and B mixed in there. So I like like the different approach Wiz has been doing, and I haven't heard a Wiz Khalifa on them in a minute. So this one was kind of different for me. Uh, the last. Wiz Khalifa album I heard was probably like Rolling Papers 2 or something. But that was like 2018. Actually, no. The, the Saga of Wiz Khalifa, 2020. That was the last album I heard. That was the last album. Because he has a bunch of other mixtapes he dropped. Full Court Press. I haven't heard that one this year. Stoner's Night. Wiz Got Wings. Yeah, no. He also dropped the Deluxe of Rolling Papers from 2011, which is a classic Wiz Khalifa album. That, that's probably his best album up to date. Um, but still good, still good. Cushion OJ, um, fire, great mixtape as well. But but this Wiz Khalifa album was was okay. Jesus Christ, my brother, I'm gonna have to warn this nigga because Jesus, it's 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 too much. It's too much. But yeah, no, this Wiz Khalifa album was was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. I, I actually I actually enjoyed it a lot to be honest with you. But we're talking about the last album of the week. Beyonce dropped Renaissance six years. We had Kendrick Lamar, Joey Badass, five year wait. Five year wait for those albums. 
Rihanna, we're still waiting, but we're probably not going to get anything from her single or anything. Anything music related, we're not getting her this year, maybe even ever. But Beyonce, we trusted, and she is back. Renaissance, 16 tracks, an hour, two minutes. And half of it was good, in fact, great, and half of it I'm not the biggest fan of. 16 tracks and maybe nine I like. But this is definitely not one of her best albums. This is definitely not one of her best albums. Break My Soul is a banger. Alien Superstar. Church Girl was cool. She was rapping her ass off. Uh, Virgo's, Virgo's Groove. Uh, Thick was not that good. Uh, America Has a Problem. Pure Honey was fire. Uh, Summer's Renaissance was cool as well. Uh, Heated was, was okay. I was kind of disappointed with Heated because actually Heated... Uh, I heard the Drake reference track because that was a leaked song that was apparently, I thought, was going to be on Honestly Nevermind because I heard the leak a couple days before he announced uh, that he was going to drop the album, right? And before he dropped the album, I was like, oh, this has to be on the album if he's dropping an album in the summer, whatever, blah, blah. And knowing that he, he announced he's dropping an album that night, this is probably going to be on the album, right? And it was such a, oh man, the Drake reference track to Heated was so good. I was like, yo, if this is on the album, this is going to be the song of the summer. I don't give a fuck. That shit's going to be fire. Again, like I just said, it was just a reference track. So obviously Drake is not on the song. It gave she, He gave it to Beyonce, obviously. And Beyonce didn't, she didn't murder it. She, 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 she killed it. She killed it. That was so stupid. You hear what I just said. She didn't murder it, but she just killed it. Pretend... Pretend I did not just say that. I am not an idiot most of the time. Anyways, yeah. She killed it, but I think Drake did better on the song. I think Drake would have made that one of the, one of the best songs. To be honest with you, let me I don't think this is a hot take, but if that song was on Honestly Nevermind, that would have been the best dance song on the album. That would have been better than Sticky. Uh, a keeper, any other, any song besides Jimmy Cooks, but Jimmy Cooks was the only rap song. So Jimmy Cooks would still be the best song on Honestly Nevermind, e even if Heated was on the album. But Heated would be the second best song on the album, in my opinion, because that that song was great. That reference track by Drizzy was was brilliant. I was a big fan of it. So kind of wished it was not. Kind of wished it was on on, on Honestly Nevermind, but. I'll still listen to it on on. I'll still listen to this, you know, version by Beyonce, but I just would know in the back of my head that Drake did this and he just like passed on it, or just you know gave it to Beyonce. It was like, no, you you do this, you do this, Queen B, you got this, and she did kill it. But I thought Drake just did it better. That's it. I'll still listen to it though, but again, it's just gonna be in the back of my head. Damn it, Drake. Bro, if it was on the album, you wouldn't have relied too much on Jimmy Cooks carrying the entire album. I would have, I would have had as many listens as I have Jimmy Cooks on on. Honestly, never mind. I've been bumping a lot of Jimmy Cooks. I've been bumping Jimmy Cooks like crazy. I would have been bumping Hated by Drake as well as much as Jimmy Cooks. To be honest with you, that shit would have been incredible. But, but yeah, no, that was not the case. But this Beyonce album was. I wouldn't say disappointing, cause I, I, there there was definitely some good songs, and I only heard I only ha I've only heard it once so far, so I have to get more listens in, and everything. But so far, it's it's a pretty it's a, okay album. It's not bad. 
I'll say good. I'll say good in the meantime because it's Beyonce. I don't think she has bad albums or even decent albums. But I would say this is probably one of her worst albums. This is not better than Lemonade. This is not better than Four, than uh, B Day, than uh, Dangerously in Love. Like I don't even think this is better than majority of her albums. Maybe I would even say this is maybe better than her self-titled. I was not a big fan of her self-titled album, Twin Beyonce in twenty thirteen or twenty fourteen. I wasn't a big fan of that album, to be honest with you. It was way too long, and a lot of the features were... I I mean, she had a bunch. I mean, she had Hove, she had Drake, she had Frank Ocean, her own fucking daughter. She had Blue Ivy on the damn album. She had Jay-Z, uh, Kanye on the Drunken Love remix. Uh, use, yeah, the, the amazing, the beautiful line of... Because you're a milf and I'm a motherfucker. What an insane line. That is so beautiful. That is poetry in my eyes. Uh, Nicki Minaj also was on the album. But it was way too long for me. 20 tracks, and it was like almost two hours. Like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, but the album was not that crazy, in my opinion. But this album, it was not bad. It was not bad. It was not bad. But I have to give my... I'll have to see where I would rank it in the future, because, you know, I still need more... I still, I still need more listens to the, to the record. But at the moment, it, it wasn't that bad of a listen. But um, but that's it for today's episode. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, glad that I was able to get this episode out the way because I didn't want to wait till Monday to record all of this again because some of this has already happened within the last couple weeks. Um, so yeah, I'm glad I can catch up now. And August 1st, Monday, we're starting a new month. Football content is coming on the way, guys. Guys, Thursday, Thursday night. Hall of Fame game, Jaguars versus Raiders. From that game on, I'm going to be putting football content the rest of August, September, October, November, December, and January, and obviously February, the first two weeks of February, of NFL football. Predictions. Let me tell y'all what I got for football season this year. Let me show y'all just a couple things that I have on my notes here that I'm going to put out. Um, I'm not going to put out the content yet for the month of August, but I'm going to be doing some of this. So I'm going to be doing weekly weekly predictions on the podcast and on TikTok. S- same with recaps, same with stats, same with the standings, the power rankings. I'm going to be doing my own power rankings out now at this moment. Uh, I'm going to show you all my Pick'em League uh, weekly record. So how many, you know, picks I got correct this week, how many, you know, whatever. Um, and that goes with my predictions. So obviously, as I make my predictions, I will put in my picks for the, you know, pick them or whatever. Um, Eliminator Challenge weekly pick. So I have to pick one game that I think is a guarantee win and see if my streak continues. Uh, player of the week and then eventually player of the month. So, yeah. And obviously, fantasy football because my, my fantasy draft is actually tomorrow. So I'll show you all my lineup on Monday. On Monday, I'll show you my fantasy football lineup because the draft is tomorrow at 11 p.m. I'm smoking all y'all. I'm smoking everybody. I'm going for that 3P. 3P, y'all hear me. And uh, also another thing, I want to get these people on the podcast. I want to get some of my friends, the people that are, you know, no football and uh, are on my fantasy football league to get on the podcast. Uh, to be honest with you, I have no idea how to get them on the podcast, at least like visually. Um, but I will figure it out. Do not worry about that. I'll figure it out. I'll see. I'll see what we can do. But I'm super excited about this. 
Um, I'm super excited about this once again. So, yeah, football season is going to be great. I bought a I bought a whole like book that gave me like a bunch of resources into looking these players fantasy shit cheat code whatever but it's not really a cheat code I barely even look at the statistics there I just look at it on fucking ESPN or NFL but predictions recaps stats power ranking standings I'll be doing all that weekly weekly every week uh, on the podcast and on TikTok so I'm gonna do a TikTok maybe tomorrow. Or Monday, um, letting everybody know. Look, if y'all want football content from me, boom, I got y'all. I got y'all. And if y'all want, y'all need recaps instead of watching every single game, every highlight of every single game. Just you know, I got y'all. I got y'all. Just a simple recap, go over the stats, the players, everything. So I'm gonna be doing that um, for the whole football season. With the regular season. And then obviously for August, I have a couple prediction things. I have a couple videos, not videos, uh, topics that I want to get into, rankings. Uh, I want to do best sleeper picks, the best the best and the worst teams entering this year, the wrecking every QB, running back, uh, the pre, the power up, the power rankings, all that, all that. So I'll go over that in a couple, in a couple days. But for now, we'll wait till Monday. And that's it for today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you guys in a bit. Take care. And peace out, my friends.